Welcome to Femme Collective with Katie, Stacy, and Mai. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, ladies. I am so excited for our episode today just because I really wanted for us to address at some point, which I'm glad we're doing now, the just to talk about the pandemic right? It's not over. I I wish it was. Uh, We're definitely better than we were a year ago when it comes to just overall the country because of vaccinations. But I feel like we all had some serious growth uh, during this time. And the pandemic almost forced us to to come to terms to with things that we were dealing with already. And just things that needed to change. So what I really want for us to talk about today and I'll I'll get us started some is just overall how did you survive how are you surviving right because I said it's not over this time with the pandemic uh, regarding where we're all probably indoors more than we ever were before and um, spending more time with our loved ones the people that we hold near and dear and I think that that's where for me right so I'll, I'll just start I'm an extrovert For those that know me, that don't know me, I'll put it out there. I am your classic type A extrovert where I truly feed off, um, get my energy from being around people. And at the beginning of the pandemic, back in like March of 2020, my family and I, my husband and I had decided to move. So during March and April, we ended up buying a home, uh, moving, then selling our home in that order. At that point, working full time throughout all of it, while also having both of our children home. So just just for those that have moved recently or just in their lives, right? Just think about that stress level. And then I would say multiply it by like a thousand. That's how it (laughs) felt for me, for me internally, being that, um, you know, as the mom, but then also just as, as just the helpmate to my husband, I was also taking on the load for all those things to plan them, to, to move, to pack, to make sure our finances were in order make sure our kids were entertained. And uh, while my husband is a wonderful husband, you'll hear me say that so many times. Um, he's very helpful. There's still a lot that, that I ended up doing too. So I feel like early on in the, in the pandemic, I, I had reached my limit. Mentally, I was overworked overwhelmed. And more than anything, I just didn't recognize myself. I didn't recognize myself physically. I pretty much was at the the higher end of like what I've ever weighed. But I also didn't like myself because I didn't recognize myself. I was like, who is this person? I was pretty much miserable to be around. I was told this by some people that love me very much. And it was just because I was like surrounded by this negative energy, right? The pandemic was starting. There was no end in sight. And I, what I ended up doing at that time was just to, just to get out of it, get out of that funk was I first saw prayer and then I fasted and then I, and I tried to cut out some things from my diets to be able to, to see if I can just get rid of some, some actual toxins within me to see if that toxic energy would leave with it. But it's not that simple, right? It didn't just leave after that. Uh, what I ended up doing also was just really spending more time with, with myself and with God. And that's honestly what I started doing. And when I started doing that, I realized, okay, how do I get back to who I was before all of this, before, even before I met my husband. And one of the 
think that's that's held me down like a hundred and fifty percent. I would say is just physical activity, working out. Um, now it's a part of my daily routine. I'm, even now, I'm in, on vacation and and I make sure to squeeze in 20, 30 minutes a day because without it, I almost don't even I don't even know how to function right. And and in a good way, I don't. I'm not even fully alert. So I think that's what's carried me through the most. And another thing is just spending time with myself and being okay with that and enjoying that. Even as an extrovert, I would feel like spending time by myself was so pitiful. Like who does that? Um, <laughs> this is, this is clearly a, a jaded and like a wrong view and stuff, but um, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to spend time by myself and enjoy it. And I feel like that's what the pandemic has done for me. It's allowed me to get back to who I am, who I've, I've always been, um, and, and just embrace the, the qualities that I love about myself because I've been able to spend more time with myself to even know what those things are. So uh, I'd say, you know, for sure, like I mentioned right now, it's working out, but it's also just um, embracing the silence, embracing the solitude and using those moments to recharge as much as I've used the moments around others to give me some, some energy and, and, and life back. Those are a couple of things. How about you, Stace? What are some things that you that you've just really held near and dear during during these cra this crazy year and a half almost? I don't even know how long it is. It feels like it's never gonna end. But but yeah. <laughs> I would say a lot of the things are similar to some of the things that you've mentioned. Um, if I, when I immediately think back on the pandemic, when it first started, I think it caught all of us off guard a little bit. And the biggest thing for me during the pandemic when it hit, I just remember being in this roller coaster of emotions. And just being on edge because it was like the kids preschool would close and then I would get a message okay we're gonna reopen and I'm like oh thank god like the preschool is gonna reopen I took them out on my own at first but I need them to go back because this is not sustainable and then it's like oh no wait we got a delay can't open this. so I was on this roller coaster of emotions especially the first few months of the pandemic and I remember my husband being more calm through it all I would be like I would be like, I cannot believe this, babe, the school, they're not reopening. And he was just like, it's all right. Like, we'll figure it out. Well, I mean, while panicking. So like him being kind of like a solid source emotionally, like really supported me and like helped kind of bring me back to even sometimes when I would just be on this cluster, this roller coaster of emotions all the time with all of the changes and the unknowns. And then when they did finally go back to school, I feel like that was kind of like a rebirthing of me similar to my, I will say real quick during that first to backtrack just a little bit during those first like three months of the pandemic, I had just phenomenal support from my mother and my sister. My mom started coming over every day to help with my kids so that I could actually work because work did not go away. And that's what so many parents no. were doing. Like they're trying to take care of children and work. Like there's a reason why we have nannies. There's a reason why we have daycares and this is why, but it was like this expectation put on people that no, we still expect you to produce. Even if we give you extra time off, even if all of these other things are at play, we still expect you to produce this kind of like, was kind of like the overarching work environment for a lot of people. Right. Because what, nothing got taken off of exactly. our plates necessarily. Yeah. That's perfectly and said. Teaching your kids, or if you have toddlers or or babies that are, yeah. they require so much care, so much attention. So my mom came and stepped up um, and was able to help because she was a teacher, but it was during the summer times where she could just come over every day and her school got 
close too. So she's able to come support me. Then my sister, it works full-time as well, but she's off one day a week. So she took my kids her on her only off day for those three months. Like with, didn't make me feel, it didn't make, she didn't make me feel like it was a burden to her at all. And she never does. It's one of the things I love about her. Like there's few people that you leave your kids with and you're like, I know that they're not a burden to you. Like, I know that like you can do this. So like the family support was legit for me during that time as well. And then once they were able to go back to preschool, like my mentioned, I feel like I got my freaking life back. I still had like 35 pounds of like baby weight. I never lost. I wasn't taking care of myself. Like I wasn't working out. I wasn't really paying attention to where I was eating and not having to do a commute every day. Um, mm. and being able to work from home opened up doors for me to start actually loving myself again, when it came to my physical fitness, which I'm in love with now too. And which, what I, what I understand from it, from a scientific standpoint is it's releasing endorphins. But I think the other big piece for me is it's like, I am taking time away to just serve myself at the end of the day, which is going to have another impact on other people. Cause I'm going to be a better mom, a better wife, a better friend if I'm healthier. And I started feeling good about myself again. And so that was what something that's something that really helped me too. And like my said, I just God's peace during all that time was really helpful as well, because if I got in my flesh, like I said, and on those roller coaster of emotions, I would be all over the place. But I just eventually with the support of other people, I just came back to that, that passage. I talk about it's well with my soul, like chaos can be surrounding me, but I'm anchored. I know whose I am. I have the peace of God and I'm going to be okay, no matter what. So like that growth took place as well during that time, which I'm super thankful for. Um, and I think it's just changed a lot now. I, I don't think I would ever go back to not caring for myself again. And so I know the pandemic was horrific for a lot of people and there was a lot of negative implications and I don't want to lessen that for what it was, but it was also very positive for me in the ways of me just learning to get back to taking care of Stacy so that I can be a better service to everybody else that I love and care about. Katie, what about you? How did you survive? What happened? What'd you learn? Well, first, I'm so impressed that both of you have not just, you know, kind of picked up um, <clears throat> a hobby or something you're interested in during the pandemic, but you have stuck with it uh, because you view it as really caring for yourself. So thank you for being so inspirational about that. Now, I can't say that that inspiration has transferred to motivation for me just yet, but, but, but I do think y'all are just so wonderful for doing that. And I'm always so impressed with all your cool pictures and just your progress and how much it's impacted your happiness and your emotional well-being. But my, so my experience in the pandemic is uh, somewhat unique. I had a baby about 10 days before uh, the pandemic really started in full force in the U.S., So for the first week, uh, you know, it's kind of funny for the first two weeks, my husband and I told all of our family, you know, we just kind of want to be by ourselves. Um, you know, let us kind of figure out family life and all that. And of course, then no one could ever come over again for like so long. (laughs) So my husband and I are like, why would we say that? <laughs> why didn't why did we take the help when we had it? But you know, I mean, you you can't see the future. You know, that's something that was so difficult for us is that while we could we could truly support each other and we did, we we took turns, 
he was such an excellent partner when it comes to the equity of raising our daughter. And that was from the very first moment of her birth. He just has been so excellent. But what, what we didn't have was support from our families. Both of my parents live where I live, but they are both high risk. And so trying to reconcile that, uh, trying to understand and empathize with their position. And intellectually, I know, like, I do not want to put them at risk. They absolutely need to be by themselves and not risk their health. It was really hard for me to reconcile that with the fact that I had a new baby and parents who lived down the street that I couldn't count on for support. And that was a real struggle for me and something that I've talked to them about. And we're, I mean, I can't tell you how, how far we've come from there because the moment that they, you know, reached their two weeks past their, uh, their vaccine, they've been here every day. They're so wonderful. They have such a good relationship with my daughter. It's, it's just perfect. But during the pandemic, I, my husband and I both were struggling most likely with postpartum depression, but hard to differentiate if it was just the pandemic, because like my, Mm. I'm a major extrovert. I get my energy from other people. I, I took a, like a personality test years ago and it said something like, you've never met a stranger, only people who aren't your friends yet. And that's so true. (laughs) That describes you. It describes you perfectly, Katie. I mean, I think that I need to take that test. That's interesting. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, uh, it's so interesting how our different personalities can all come together for, you know, you can be friends with any kind of person. But, you know, the pandemic was really tough for me in that way. I mean, not only did I not have support with a newborn baby, but I, I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't see anybody, um, at least not in close contact. But what my husband and I did, we were able to get a nanny who helped, um, who watched our baby in our house um, while he and I both worked from home for the entirety of the, of the pandemic. And we still have that, that situation now. So that was really key for us. Um, the other thing that happened is that while we didn't have um, the support of my parents at that time because of their underlying health conditions, my mother-in-law she came to visit for five or six weeks so that I could transition back to work before we had our nanny. And so that was just unbelievable. I mean, you don't even know what it's like to love someone until they come and watch your kid for that long. (laughs) It's like, you can't thank them enough. You can't be grateful enough, Mm -hmm. but I, I think just kind of piecing together some of the support is what really helped. And, you know, I just spent a, a month in, in Denver, and I just got back recently. I was so homesick, but I, I just got back a couple of days ago and it does not feel like there is a pandemic there. Their, their vaccination mm-hmm. rate is so high there. I mean, not a mask in sight usually. And I, I do feel like that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And so I'm glad we can talk about this now with the light at the end of the tunnel, instead of talking yes. about it when we were at our depths, but gosh, it would have been I a mean, different conversation. Yeah, it yes. sure would be. But, you know, I think that, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that I wasn't sure if I had postpartum depression or if it was as a result of COVID, just COVID depression on its own, but we do plan to talk during our next episode about postpartum struggles. And I think that that will, will have a, a lot of good information there. We all have very different experiences, but something that ties us all together. 
All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you said that, uh, Katie, because I think that I, I didn't talk. I think we've all what we we didn't talk about the therapy that we've all sought during right. during the pandemic. But I almost feel like that's a good thing because we can just, you know, talk about that next episode or or whatever. We'll be able to introduce it because I, I believe that the pandemic's not the reason why I needed therapy. I already needed therapy. The pandemic right. just made me realize it before. Yeah. It, it just, just made yeah. me realize yeah. that I need it. Yeah. Yeah. It just made me realize like you need yeah. to do it now. That's Additional the difference. trauma exposes trauma. Oh yeah. Yes. You're right about that. We, um, we've got plenty to talk about. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Be sure to write a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Fem Collective Podcast and continue the discussion by joining our Fem Collective Facebook group. Until next time, this is Fem Collective, where it's all about empowering connection through her perspective.